welcome to the Fitmon Life to Fullest podcast where we focus on how we can improve our physical health so that we can enjoy the life God has called us to, to the absolute fullest. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for coming today. Today, we're talking about macro-friendly snacks. I love talking about food, so always a good episode. A couple of things I need to tell you is, number one, um, I am going to be drinking coffee throughout this episode because my plan is to do a workout after this, and I've actually really not been drinking coffee much this pregnancy. And if I do way later in the day, and it's really early right now recording this, hence the scratchy voice, but I just could not find, see, we talked about last week, <laughs> ways to motivate yourself, and I'm like, there's no way I'm going to work out if I don't get a coffee in first. This is literally the first time this pregnancy I've done that. I have not had caffeine before workout in a really long time. So uh, it's necessary. I'll be taking gulps. This is where I need my husband on. Uh, and I already forgot thing too, but if it is your first time, welcome. My name is Brittany and I am a Catholic wife and mom of two boys, one baby on the way. And I love God. I love fitness. I have a master's in theology. I have a lot of certifications in fitness and I love finding the parallels between them and helping you get healthier it's a really muddy world to navigate when you are just trying to start and even when you're trying to refine your fitness. Like, should I intermittent fast? Should I do keto? Should I lift? Should I do cardio? And there's a lot out there that can lead you astray and a lot that I got muddy with when I first started trying to get healthy and fit. So I'm just trying to break it down for you and make it applicable to your life because also what somebody is doing as a single person, you can't always pull off as a mom, especially a stay-at-home mom who is trying to do this all around him with her kids. So there you go. <laughs> All right. So macro-friendly snacks. When I say macro-friendly, the kind of eating that I advise if you are trying to lose body fat is tracking your macros. And I always buffer this by saying tracking your macros meets clean eating. And you can definitely go back and listen to past episodes on that if that's a newer concept to you. But Tracking your macros is tracking your carbs, fat, and protein. And it's not just logging what you're eating, but it is actually trying to hit certain targets in your carbs, fat, and protein that's all dependent on your body composition, your activity level, your weight, your goal weight, all of that stuff. So that's what your macros are. And then meets clean eating is you want 80% of that carbs, fat, and protein goal to be fulfilled by very whole clean foods because there are people out there who will just say track your macros don't worry about what you're eating then there are people that say just eat really healthily don't worry about your macros I like a fusion of them so you're also not eating way too much healthy food I that used to be me before I used to eat so much nut butter and wonder why the heck I wasn't losing fat and I was taking in a lot of calories so my body was not losing the fat so when we're talking about macro friendly I kind of broke it down into three different sections. The first round of snacks are just what I consider good for you. Um, not necessarily like higher protein, but they don't zap a ton of your calories and they're just good for you. In general, it's so funny. Every challenge, every time I start training a new client, two, three weeks in, the question I get is, but what do I eat for snacks? Or what do you eat for snacks? And Again, nothing's off limits when you're tracking, but you're trying to make everything a little bit healthier, right? So it's a very American idea, snacks, first of all, that many cultures like the Mediterranean diet and in Europe, many places 
they're not having snacks. They're having meals, right? And then if you look at how bodybuilders train who are trying to be like their very peak, no body fat, I'm not advising that, but one of the things they do is have five, six meals a day. There's a reason behind that. They're also trying to make sure that they are very high protein. They're making the most of um, their muscle, their muscle synthesis. But the concept behind that is if you think of it as meals, you're probably going to eat different foods than you would as snacks. So kind of change your thinking a little bit where you're still trying to get this all from whole clean foods as much as you can. Usually when we think snacks, it's very grab and go processed foods. Like if it's in a bar form, if it's in a bag, that's what we think of as snacks. But if you can make most of that whole clean food, except for when you're traveling, you know, or you're in the car a long time. That's why I, you know, definitely include some processed foods. But in general, when I'm telling somebody like, yeah, what you eat for snacks is what you eat for meals. You know, it looks like getting right into it, a fruit paired with a fat is a great snack. So maybe you had, you know, your breakfast and then between breakfast and lunch, you have an apple with almond butter or a pear with peanut butter or whatever, some kind of fruit and fat combo. When you do have a fruit or anything real carb heavy like that, even if it was a piece of Ezekiel bread or wheat toast or something, it's better to pair it with a fat because it slows down your big um, glucose spike. You won't get a huge, it slows it down by pairing it with a fat. So and think about that for your smoothies too. If you you could also do a shake there. I'll talk about shakes in a second. But think about whole foods, real foods that you would eat with a meal. That is a great snack. Fruit paired with a fat's a great one. It could be an apple with string cheese, any of those things. Apples and berries are a little bit better for you on the fruit spectrum than say grapes or oranges. I know they still have redeeming qualities. Grapes are just higher sugar. Oranges obviously have vitamin C. But in in general, apples and berries are a good go-to fruit and pair it with a fat. That's a great snack. Celery and carrots and or <laughs> chips with salsa, hummus, or guac. Another beautiful whole food one. So if you had your breakfast, then you have a fruit paired with fat. Then you have your lunch. Then between lunch and dinner, you have maybe like a handful of celery and carrots with a couple chips and then whatever side you wanted. Salsa is just going to add you more vegetables. That's a very low calorie snack. If you were doing especially just celery and carrots and salsa, you're basically eating vegetables. That's a great snack, but it fills you up. The reason I said celery and carrots with the chips is it makes you a lot more full. Tortilla chips do not give you a big bang for your buck serving size wise. So the serving size is seven chips. And I've talked about before how serving size doesn't necessarily matter. You could eat two servings of it if it fits your macros, but it's still only giving you like 13, 14 chips for like 280 calories. So you're not going to be that full for that many calories. So what I like to do there is fill it in with something that is more low calorie that you can eat more of. So start with a celery and carrots and eat a bunch of that dipped in your hummus or your guac, and then pick up the chips and finish it off with that. So you still get the taste of it, you get the crunch, but you have filled yourself up a little bit more. All beautiful whole foods. Hummus is chickpeas, it's great for you. Guac is a good healthy fat. Salsa is a vegetable. So any of that, all of that's great. Um, you can even, I do that sometimes at night as a snack. I'll take tortilla chips, melt some cheese on top to make some little homemade nachos, and have it with salsa. And it's not that 
calorie dense, probably about 200 calories, what I do with it, just a little plate of nachos, some cheese on top. And there I'm getting a carb, I'm getting a fat, and I'm getting more vegetables from the salsa. So not a bad one there. And then in that vein, some snacks that are not many calories, this is kind of more snack slash treat. Popcorn with dark chocolate is a good one. Um, Popcorn is, there's not really a lot of nutrient value to it, but if you're looking for not a lot of calories, if you don't have a lot of calories left, it's the end of the night, you want something, you have a little sweet tooth, popcorn's not a big calorie bomb, and then you can melt some dark chocolate and drizzle it over it, so it's not as much like you're sitting there eating a bar of chocolate, you get that taste in there. Uh, Rice cakes with nut butter is an old go-to for most people who started off in Weight Watchers or some kind of, rice cakes always tend to be that like go-to healthy Um, in air quotes, allegedly healthy kind of snack. Again, rice cakes and popcorn are kind of along the same line. They don't have a lot of nutritional value. They're not really enhancing your diet, making you healthier, but they're not a big calorie bomb. So if you are hungry and you just kind of want the crunch, you want to be eating something, that one's all right to do. And then higher protein snacks. This is what I think most people consider when they're asking for macro-friendly snacks, especially because it will surprise you if you're new to tracking macros how much protein you need to have. Most people will suggest having, if you are going for fat loss, having as many grams as your goal body weight. So say you want to weigh 140 or 150, that's taking in that much protein. That's a lot of protein if you're normally averaging below 100. So I typically start people a little lower than that, I will always start you over 100 grams, but usually I'll bring that down a little so it is more attainable and then climb it up as we go as you add muscle and uh, you just get more used to including more meats and eating more in this way. So higher protein snacks, You, I love the, I think it's, no, it's not Bonza, that's the pasta brand. Maybe it's still Bonza. Um, it's chickpeas, roasted chickpeas. They also have roasted, I know, kale chips, chickpeas, beans. Here's my disclaimer. A couple of these that are higher protein are also more processed. The better option would just be to have hummus, which is a, it's still processed, but not as highly processed as these other ones tend to be that have, look at, just look at the back of everything. They usually have some additives, but again, in moderation, I find that's okay. If you're trying to get way more away from packages, stick with the other stuff I mentioned, but Higher protein would be, again, those, um, oh, the Good Bean is for sure a brand, and I think I've talked about that before on here too, but it's roasted chickpeas, but their flavors are awesome. So especially if you're trying to segue off eating like chips and those kinds of things, getting chickpeas in there, at least you're getting that nutritional value, you're getting that crunch, they have great flavors. uh, Chickpeas and green beans, I believe is what they have, but they're very good. The Good Bean is for sure a brand there. I know Wegmans has it, not sure where else, but... um, Then in that vein, looking at at things that might have some additives but also have high protein, which I would use in moderation, would be things with protein enhanced like Quest chips, they have protein chips, there's protein cookies. At the end of the day, they are chips and cookies. (laughs) But if you're going to eat them and you are trying to get your more protein in, that falls under the sports nutrition kind of foods where, no, I don't want 80% of your diet made up of that. I don't want you to have... Quest chips as your snack between breakfast and lunch, and then a protein cookie between lunch and dinner. I want you to try to do like a fruit paired with fat or the celery and carrots, those kinds of things. Nuts is another great one, but you need to, but if you use these other things in moderation, that is okay. 
I started going on another trail there and stopped myself. <laughs> Self-control today because I got to get to the workout. Um, la- last couple with the, that are definitely higher in that end, usually in the additive ends, protein bars. There are clean versions. Raw Rev Glow, I love. It's a very clean protein bar. The Perfect Bar is very clean. You could also make your own. There's, I have a very easy recipe that's like oats, applesauce, your protein of choice, couple things, and I believe in nut butter and then whatever else you want to throw in it. I always throw dark chocolate chips because, you know, I'm putting that in everything, but it's definitely less additives if you make them your own, but you can also um, grab cleaner versions. There are many clean versions now, so that's you don't even have to worry about it being a highly processed kind of food, but protein bars for sure are a good grab-and-go macro-friendly snack. Protein shake as well. This fills the gap for a lot of people between lunch and dinner, especially if you're making most dinners at home, which I am. Sometimes I have to make them ahead of time because I'll be training somebody or doing something, and then then we eat dinner after. So a lot of times I'm kind of making it right around 3.30 or 4.00. And that's when sometimes I will make a shake while I'm making dinner because I'm around the food, I'm getting hungry, I need to be held off a little if we're eating dinner a little later, and I'll just do a shake there. And it might be just isopure with water, which I've talked about a lot, or I'll actually blend up some orgain or whatever protein I'm using right then with a frozen banana and nut butter and that kind of stuff. If, again, my macros allow for that, if I have not had a lot of calories that day, and if I'm hungry enough for that to make it beefed up a little bit more. Okay, a couple other ones that are great whole clean foods as well, but that are higher protein, so I didn't talk about them before. Hard-boiled eggs and chicken sausage. Again, you probably wouldn't have thought of that as a snack and been like, okay, Brittany, (laughs) I was looking for, again, like protein bars or chips. But this is one I used to do all the time when I was first, when I first graduated college. It's funny when you look back on those periods of life, like, oh, yeah, I ate that for breakfast all the time. Or, oh, yeah, I made that all the time. And I remember going to my first job after college and bringing this with me as a mid-morning snack. And it was hard-boiled eggs and chicken sausage. And I would just throw hot sauce over it and just eat it. And that's whole beautiful clean foods, very high protein. Eggs give you about 7 grams of protein per egg there. And then the sausage link was probably like 15. So do that math, 29 grams in that, and it's whole clean foods. It's basically, again, like having another meal, but you wouldn't normally think of that as a snack. So think about that one. It's really easy to prep at the beginning of the week, too, to just hard boil a bunch of eggs. I think peeling them is the worst part. (laughs) And just I buy the fully cooked chicken sausage that I just kind of heat up on a skillet and have those ready to go. Greek yogurt is another good one if you can tolerate dairy. And if not, there's tons of dairy-free ones now that will give you some high protein, but it's a whole clean food. You can sprinkle a little protein granola on top and get wild with it there, make it more crunchy for yourself. And lastly, nuts are another good one. They are kind of in the range of higher protein. They're more fat than protein, but they do give you some good protein and are another whole clean food. So you could very much right now in our challenge, we are focusing in the beginner challenge on doing a week of limiting processed foods. And I challenge them to do one day of only low processed foods or limited process. So I could do and should do actually a whole episode on this, but basically as close as you can get something to its natural state, it's not processed. Like an apple is not processed if you plucked it off the tree and eat it, right? But freeze-dried apples would be minimally processed because they have had something done to them. But 
highly processed would be some kind of like apple protein bar where it's been totally taken away from its original state with things added to it and whatnot. So the idea is to get as many snacks as you can from these low or limited processed foods, not these highly processed foods. Because typically, again, guys, when we think snacks, we're reaching for highly processed. And that could be bloating you more than you know. That's a lot of added sodium. It's just a lot of additives. Lots of times there's fake sugars in there and seasonings that aren't great for you. They can put MSG in your snacks and just label it natural flavors. So that's a big reason when I train clients who are experiencing bloating all the time, you know, we'll go through the gamut of, could it be this? Could it be this? Could it be this? And many times I'm like, you're having so much sports nutrition food. That's what I would, again, call it, label it. That is just so many additives. You're thinking it's healthy. It's protein added, but there's so many additives. So they're okay in moderation, but try to look at and think about your snacks this week and going forward as a fruit with a fat, a vegetable paired with a fat, like celery and guac, hard-boiled eggs and chicken sausage, Greek yogurt, like real foods. I don't know if I talked about beef jerky as well, but that's another high-protein snack that's easy to take on the go that would be highly processed, but um, a lot of people love it. And there's probably, there are minimally processed brands too where it's literally like freeze-dried meat, that's it. But I'm not big on jerky, so I would always pick like the hard-boiled eggs and chicken sausage over that. But if you are a person that tolerates jerky, they have lots of good flavors of that as well if you enjoy that. All right, wrapping it up there. I hope this was helpful. I hope you have a great rest of your day. If you need anything, as always, email me at fitmomlifetothefullest at gmail.com or shoot me an Instagram message, same handle, fitmomlifetothefullest. All right, I will talk to you guys next time.